It's time for Friday Follies, right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. The Comedy Forecast Network. Let's dog-ear this for now. This is the 7th Annual Comedy Forecast April Podcast Today Spectacular. Brought to you by the Comedy Forecast patrons on Patreon.com. Thank you. This year's original 30-chapter story is called The Slow Down. To hear it from the beginning, just go to ComedyForecast.com slash 2021. Now, here's Chapter 26. No Sunscreen Required. In our last episode, General Calamity and Miss Abby Fallmacher exited Princess and made their way into a massive underground library. There they found Cindy, apparently unharmed and surprised to see her fellow Middling Fair residents. Needless to say, everyone is confused. Like, how did you, like, get down here? How did we get down here? How did you get down here? Like, that's easy. I just used the entrance that's, like, right by the Venus Arms Hotel. What? Like, yeah. I've been coming down here for, like, almost a week to, like, read and, like, chill. Hold on, none of this makes any sense. Nobody at the hotel saw you. Like, that's weird. I come down before the sun comes up and, like, go home after it goes down. Because, like, you know, sunlight. So, like, did anyone, like, look for me at night? At the same time, above ground in grass side green, Mayor Dubois is still being forced to take back the spheres he sold to customers who have now discovered the items are stolen. Thanks for dropping these off, Warren. What kind of name is Buffett? Shouldn't you be off someplace blowing out a flip-flop? Ha! Sick burn! Now, is that everyone? Oh, here comes someone else. Who is... Oh, hello, Oprah. I see that I get a sphere. Oh, and I get a sphere. And I get a sphere. Meanwhile, back underground... Let's just forget about how you got down here. What gives with all these books? It looks like some kind of library. Like, right on. Hippie. Like... This is the collective wisdom of the Badger people. They certainly like to write. Like, most of these books have been, like, handed down from generation to generation. But, like, this stack is full of manuscripts written by Romeo Sykes. That contractor we hired back in the 80s? The one the Badger people took in as one of their own? The one who gave you the deed to this place? Hey, I thought the backstory was my job. Like, yeah, him. 
Romeo was trying to document everything about the Badger people. Well, like, up to when they all, like, left with him last year. I haven't got to that part yet. Are you trying to tell me that those creatures have this much to say? Like, yeah. They're pretty much all about, like, two big things. And everything they've learned is, like, right here. Ha <laughs> ha! plenty convenient. For us, not so much for you. Bean and Hitch, the two hoodlums hired to locate and remove General Calamity from the tunnels, suddenly appear at the entrance to the library. The pair are brandishing firearms. Instinctively, General Calamity reaches for his holster, only to remember he doesn't have one. Who are you? What? Am I talking to myself? Wow. Will you look at this place? I am looking for sure, Hitch. We just hit big-time profit, huh? What do you mean? There's no need to tell the boss about this, huh? We can sell it and keep all the money just for us, you and me, Hitch. Just us? Not even split it with Manny and Poke? What for? Manny and Poke are not here. We do all the work. And what do we do with these three? No witness, no crime. But we should make it look like an accident. Take off your backpack, Hitch. Down at the bottom are some stick of dynamite. Dynamite? You had me carrying dynamite? Look at all this stuff in here, Bean. A wrench, a roll of quarters. No wonder it was so heavy. We hardly used any of this. And I was carrying it the whole time. Come on, Hitch, don't be mad. Is like our good friend Manny always say, over-prepare to be set for anything, huh? Now, time to make things go boom. Suddenly, Red appears behind the two miscreants and taps them on their shoulders. As they turn, Red delivers a powerful fist to each of their jaws. Uh, Like, violence isn't cool. And like, how many people came down here with you? How exactly did you get out of the locked bathroom, Red? Like, what? It was easy, General. The latch is on the outside, but the hinge screws are on the inside. Outstanding, Red. Or should I say... Manny? What? Quickly, the urban explorer YouTuber crouches down and grabs one of the firearms lying on the ground. He rises to his feet, pointing the weapon at Cindy, the General, and Miss Fallmacher. Aw, Captain... You ruined my surprise. Red is one of the criminals? Can the team find a way out of this one? For answers, be sure to listen to Chapter 27, A Shot in the Dark. Special thanks to David Wapple and everyone in the Virtual Writers Cafe, and also everyone in the forums at schoolie.net. In this episode, the parts of Cindy and Abby Fallmacher were played by Bonnie Kenderdine, and the narrator was played by Gary J. Chambers, GaryJChambersVO.com. Additional voices, as well as story and music by Clinton Alvord. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved.
Governments throughout the world have been working around the clock to get more information about just how this event that we call the incident actually occurred. We're all just trying to have a nice family. Whoa! Whoa what was that? We've recently discovered evidence that all of this, the incident, the pulse, word Nisha, was from a shadowy group that calls itself Cypher. We must maintain our power at all costs! The crisis is real. There's only one demographic who've remained unaffected. Who? Kids. Season 1, available now.